out there, we're on the air, it's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps, and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old Hello. Welcome to Brian Blessing's Hockey Hotline. Big show in store today. Brian would have loved this one. One of the people I think Brian was most proud in the entire world to know. And that is the one, the only Mr. Bill Foley is joining us today. And Bill, first of all, uh, thank you so much for coming on. And I know that uh, the second I reached out to you, I knew you were going to come on this show because I, I know that you and Brian were very close and uh, I know the tough news is hitting all of us the same way, and I guess I'll just start by asking you, like, how far did your relationship with Brian go? Well, yeah, this is a uh, boy, Ken. This is a sad day, or was it was a sad day last Saturday yeah. or so? Because he's uh, Brian is such a great guy, and um, I've been out of town, and we've been trying to hook up to get on the show for about the last three months or so, and it always seemed like I was doing something somewhere else, you know, as opposed to being here. And then when there was a game, I, I really tried not to go on that day. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Brian and I were close. We we probably played golf together uh, 10 or 11 times over the last three years or so. And went on, his, went on his show fairly frequently or fairly often, not not every day or not every month, but fairly frequently. And I just enjoyed being around him. He was a big personality. You know, loved hockey. I mean, he just just lived and breathed hockey uh, 24 hours a day, and had that great, you know, relationship with the Sabers, and was there for so many years. And we were fortunate to have him out here, and he was he was great to talk to, and a very discerning guy. And we had our we had our uh, I wouldn't say disagree. We had our um, <laughs> no. <laughs> we weren't disagreements. They were basically. Uh, like he would sometimes think one way, and I would sometimes think another. <laughs> I hope it wasn't on Eichel. Uh, you know, I never talked to him about Eichel. <laughs> I, I, I didn't talk to him about Eichel, that would, and I, I bet he, uh, I bet he liked, I, I bet he liked that whole transaction. Oh yeah, but, oh uh, yeah. He would not. He would never stop talking about. It. He's been he's been waiting for a trade with Buffalo for years, and you finally gave him the ultimate trade with Buffalo. How, when when was the first time you met Brian? I met him four years ago. I met him um, early on, so more than four or five years ago, probably. You know, when we were still trying to get organized and get our and do the uh, promotional aspects for the team and do our ticket drive. So I met him in that time frame. So that boy, that may have been six years ago. Six like years seven. ago this spring. Yeah. Seven years ago. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I, I went. I went on a show a few times, and he was. It was really pretty funny because I would go on his radio show and. We were at Sunset Station, or we were, you know, some some other some other location. Oasis, Oasis. That's yep. where I met you. Yeah, exactly, Oasis. Uh, and uh, those, those first few times, he'd say, "Well, we're here. We're going to talk about hockey. We're going to talk about bringing hockey to Las Vegas." And it'd be a meet and greet, and there would be five people there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, then the next time there'd be ten, and then the time after that there'd be twenty. And I remember one one final time we were over born and raised, and I, I believe we'd already gotten to the ten thousand number, and I think there were a hundred hundred and twenty five people. Yeah. So it went from five to hundred hundred and twenty five, <laughs> and you, you remember you remember those days. Oh too, yeah, those those were not my favorite days. I like this. I like this more. I like eighteen thousand more. I do too, boy. I do too. And uh, if we can just get our guys healthy, I know we're here to talk about Brian, but. Uh, 
we're getting a lot we're getting a lot of heat from some of the some of the big uh, you know ESPN and uh and uh some of the some of the some of the guys in the athletic <laughs> we haven't had a we haven't had a team I all know. year 12th place come on 12th best team get out of here <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm, unbelievable i mean we're here we are we're still in the last game against toronto look at our lineup i mean they're good guys but we had four AHLers up there <laughs> And now we we started getting guys back on Monday though because of because Theo Wazi and uh, Patty are all coming off COVID yeah. so they'll be they'll be back and that's a good start and we got uh, the other guys are, are are getting better you know um, uh, Marty would be playing except he caught COVID so, so now he yeah, now he's in protocol so you know it's interest, interesting times Hey Bill how you doing It's Jason Poth you're here uh, Hi Jason I, I you know. Brian, uh, just like you said, we Ken and I met him about six or seven years ago, and you know people thought Ken and I were lunatics for talking <laughs> hockey. And there was this one other guy across town, and and that's how we met Brian because you know we both, all three of us, had the passion to talk about hockey, and we believed that a team was coming to Vegas. I mean, talk about just the passion. I know you did earlier, but just his commitment to promoting this team early on. Yeah, he was fan- he was fantastic. I mean, he talked. He talked about the team coming, coming to town before. Well, before there was a name and there was a team and there was a T-Mobile Arena, and he was so he was really enthusiastic. And he, like you guys, was one of the few believers that thought we could actually could actually do it. And uh, so he was really really supportive. And it was it was it was just fun being around him, you know. And you know, as you as you guys know, yeah. kind of fun BSing and <laughs> talking about talking about different things like the name of the team, you know, the Rat Pack. Yes, one day, <laughs> one day you'll change it. <laughs> maybe maybe we get a uh, a midget a midget league. There you team. go. I like that. Yeah, if we, we'll get some kids calling the Rat Pack. They have to play on Frank Sinatra Boulevard, otherwise it doesn't make sense. You can't have them play out at the the DLC. That that doesn't make any sense. No, it makes no sense. Have to be down down some mini rink on the on, on the Ooh, strip. I like that. I'll make my own rink. I like that. By the way, he you I meant you mentioned he golfed with you a lot. He never would tell me. Did you beat him? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was a he's so ADD on the golf course. <laughs> you know, if he really couldn't stand still, <laughs> and he got he would get so excited. He he. Would forget where his ball was, and he'd try and chip it and skull it, and he'd get on the green and four putt. You know, he was uh, he, he was always in action, though, as you know, always always moving. You know, you'd try be trying to putt or chip or hit a ball, and he's kind of moving around behind you, or <laughs> doing doing something. But he really a very active golfer, I would say. <laughs> Does that mean uh, he took a couple extra mulligans as well? Well, we didn't, you know, when I played with him, we just didn't allow that. <laughs> you wouldn't allow that? Come on. <laughs> you know, if he topped it off the tee, then play it where it lies, baby. It is baby. what it is. <laughs> Hit it from the women's tees now, buddy. <laughs> let, let me ask you about kind of where the team is right now and what's going on. Obviously, you guys are one of the teams with the fewest games. I actually saw a list, and a couple teams have three. You guys have four that need to be rescheduled. Is there any movement on where, when that's going to happen? Like, we're all kind of sitting waiting. Like, I know it's February, but do we know when those four games are going off? Unfortunately, I do know. And um, I believe we're going to play um, seven games in February, seven, to, seven total games. might be eight. 
and unfortunately we have two back to backs. And um, why? I don't. You know the league. The league. The league commands, and we do. Okay. Uh, and we've gone back, and we've tried to get some things adjusted because, unfortunately, we we play um, a couple back-to-backs and skip a day, play a game, yeah. and then we have something like seven or eight days off, and then we start playing, then we play again. So, because we've we didn't we don't have that many games to make up, and some of the teams have a lot of games yeah. to make up. Um, we don't have that many games, but it just seems like they, they the schedule hasn't fallen quite right for us, and. We've ended up with a back-to-back. Just uh, uh, come back from the All-Star break. You're not supposed to play on the Sunday after the All-Star All-Star break, uh, or before four o'clock. And then we um, we can practice on Monday, but we actually have to travel for a uh, back-to-back away game, two away games. Right so away. Be, right away. It's really a bad deal. To, it just it's just no it's just no Yikes. well luckily you're good at back to backs like you guys are dominant on those second days of the back to backs at least it has been since Pete's been here yeah I, yeah we we are we are we are good and the guys I think I always look at them and say well man they got to be really tired and then they come out and they win yeah. uh, they're, they're 22 they're fine <laughs> exactly <laughs> bill yeah. bill there might have been some critics last year and you know I'll, I'll take a little blame for that but can you talk about just how good this Alex Petrangelo is! I, I, every night I'm sitting there going, "Look at this guy! He he does it again." Yeah, I think he played 32 minutes the last game, 32 minutes plus, because we're really short on D. Uh, he is very good. He's dedicated. He he's the first guy to the rink and one of the last guys that leaves every day. Uh, and and he is. Uh, we we had a great practice today. I, I don't believe you guys were I was out. There. But, I was there. Yeah, so I thought it was a, I thought it was a really good practice, and I like the two on two drills they were doing. That was really fun. I like seeing you know Eichel. Eichel looks pretty good. You he's, think? He's he's not <laughs> he's not shying away from stepping right in. He's he's got the red jersey on, but he's kind of he's kind of mixing it up already. I you, I think you you might have been behind the the glass. You may not have actually been able to hear it, but towards the end of the practice. Uh, he, he, Eichel did something just unbelievable. He ripped the puck off a guy, dangles around Leonard, puts it in, and Petrangelo yells, "We can't f and hit him. This is ridiculous." <laughs> so let's let's be fair to say that in the red jersey, it's kind of unfair in a two on two. We can't go overboard, but I think he might be okay. This Eichel guy. Oh, I think he's going to be great. He's going to be, uh, you know, you, traditionally or historically, to win a cup, you really need an elite centerman. You need an elite winger and an elite D, and you've got to have good goaltending. And and now we're there. Now we've got now we've got what it really takes. I, you know, we made the. I'm pretty proud of the team. Conference finals. You know, three out of four years. Disapp- disappointed that uh, we lost to Dallas and we couldn't get it. Couldn't couldn't get it by Kadobin back when we were playing him. And of course, then he went on waivers. <laughs> 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 and then we then Montreal kind of we just weren't. I don't know what Carey Price stood on his head, but and we made a few mistakes and we lost that series. And that's what that's what happens in hockey, isn't it? Uh, you just yep. you, you just little little things happen, and suddenly a series a series turns. But we've got the team. We've we've really got a good team. But we can just be healthy. That's that's the big thing. Just stay healthy for and get the playoffs healthy. Easier said than done. I'm I'm with you. I I know that. Uh... 
if this team's healthy, look out. But let me go back to the Eichel trade. Just when did it first start to become real to you? Like when did where I'm assuming there had to been been conversations for a while. We knew he was out there. We knew what was going on with Buffalo. But when was that first moment you're like, oh, my gosh, this actually might happen? Yeah, so we we got really serious about it um, during preseason um, because they'd, they'd kind of shopped him all around, and there was so much cap pressure from a lot of the teams that were interested, and Buffalo wanted a lot. But then they started getting more realistic. Uh, and so it took about, uh, boy, it, it took really from probably mid-September to I think he, we picked him up maybe 5th of yeah, fifth of November, seventh yeah. of November, something like that. Because he came right out here, met everybody, and then immediately on that um, Monday, went to Denver and had the operation. So that was the twelfth, I believe. So, yeah, so it happened fast, and the other teams that were in the mix didn't quite have the assets to get it done. And and Buffalo was smart. They they held out, and you know they got a lot from us. Yep. They got, I mean, Tucky's. Uh, Tucky's one. Unfortunately, all the guys that are my favorites, they always seem to, they always seem to get traded. But but, um, but they got Tucky and they, they got Krebsy, so they got a couple of really good players, uh, up and coming up and coming guy and a guy that's already proven he can do it. And they got our first round pick. You know, so they hopefully that'll be the thirty second pick. That's the plan. That's the plan. I, uh, I think most people have to ask this question: Are you aware that there's a salary cap? <laughs> we are aware. We we are aware of it <laughs> because it seems like you're not, as you're sitting like twelve million. Like what 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 is the plan there? I know you're not going to give it all, but like there's got to be some plan there. You can't just be twelve million over and think we're going to Tampa Bay our way through. Or is that the plan? <laughs> well, we've got a lot of guys on IR, LTIR right now, so obviously there's no no issue. And Eichel, of course, is on LTIR. You saw him today. You know he's not that far off. Nope. Um, uh, he's he's a few weeks, you know, and he's he's going to be ready to play. So we're going to have to make some adjustments, and we're going to. But we do have a lot of guys that are kind of, you know, hurt, and um, we're we, we're kind of looking at the, looking at that and making sure we don't do something prematurely with whoever's hurt and when they come back. And we've had bad luck this year in terms of people getting injured. So we we do have a we do have a plan some alternatives but we're trying to hold off until we just really see how how the injuries how the injuries sort out over the next next you know 20 25 30 days. Bill, tying this back to Brian, uh, you mentioned the Sunset Casino, and and I had the privilege of joining Brian uh, on a, on a day that you called in, and beforehand, this this is uh, how great of a, a friend Brian is. We were talking about questions to ask you, and there was one that you know maybe a little tough, and he goes, "Why don't you, why don't you ask it, and then I'll clean up any of the mess that you let leave over." <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. Fun. I don't remember the question. <laughs> that wasn't too tough. But. It was about a goalie. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was one of my that was one of my. Uh, um, well, it's not not a dis. What would you say? One of the things we didn't agree on because I was a big proponent uh, during the bubble year. Two goalies. Of keeping both goalies and yeah. investing twelve million bucks, and he said, "Well, you're crazy. You can't ever do that." Yeah. And I said, "Well, you know." It's going to be it's going to be a shortened season. We got to have guys that can that can play over every other game, and so I during that that time period, I I sort of saved saved our relationship with Flurry in terms of making sure we we had him 
for that uh, for that time period because there was a lot of pressure from some of the guys to trade him. But you know the reality set in this year um, in terms of the in terms of the cap and what we what we had to do, we just couldn't we couldn't have twelve million in goalies. I mean, we'd we'd be what would be we'd be fifteen over right now. <laughs> We need calculators. I, mean, I need to go take a calculus class to figure out how far over the cap you are. Nonetheless, uh, we're, we're getting there. And speaking of uh, being over the cap, one of the reason, one of the things that happens when you do that is you have a bunch of all stars, and the all star game is here. I remember about I don't know, maybe two years ago or so, you specifically said you did not want an all star game, and then we got the all star game. I'm like, wait a minute here, what changed? You know, I, I honestly. I don't care about having the All-Star game here. The league was very, uh, they really wanted to put it in Vegas. And uh, I've got to call the commissioner and just say, okay, what do you think is going to happen? What about COVID protocols? Are we are we going to go forward with this thing? Is it is it going to be in Vegas? Are we going to have, in Vegas we can have fans, but they're supposed to wear masks. Uh, and then the biggest thing is normally the host city, the host owner, uh, has a cocktail party and, and dinner. Ooh. At their house, so I've got, so I, I guess I have to find to find out if yeah, I'm supposed really? to do that. Yeah, you got to get going. I do. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> just, just say it's not possible. Well, I don't know if we should get all of everybody together. Seems like a lot of work. I mean, this late in the game, is there still possibly a situation where it wouldn't happen? I don't think so. But you know, COVID is really running through the league um, in terms of. Guys getting sick. If we, if we were in Canada, I'd say no, it's not going to happen. Right. But but here in Vegas, um, the cases are going up, but they seem to be kind of mild, don't they? Uh, it's Omicron. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem like it's like it's terrible. My my son-in-law got it, but I think he may have gotten Delta because he was really sick. Hmm. He was he, he was he's just now getting over it after about ten days or so. Yeah, it seem, seems like the players are doing okay when they're getting it. I haven't heard a lot of symptoms that have come from a lot of the players that have had it. I haven't either. So, so I saw Marty yesterday. He was getting double tested, um, and uh, he has no symptoms. I just saw Theo. He's out out skating with uh, one of the coaches. He's got no symptoms, so he's he'll be he'll be fine. He'll be back nice. on Monday. Wazi and Patty are both gonna. Well, they'll be fine. They'll they'll play. So we'll. We'll get at least three guys back on uh, on Monday, and, and Martinez finally is getting ready to come back. Hadn't been for COVID, he'd be playing. How bad's the scar? Well, did you watch Yellowstone? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, the scar that Beth has on her face is just like Marty. Oh. <laughs> it's a gnarly one. It's a gnarly one. It's a oh gnarly. man! And and he, it's a pretty, it's a nasty scar. But I said, well. What do you think? I said, doesn't look too bad. I was kind of trying to be, <laughs> trying to be nice. <laughs> and he said, well, I know it's bad, but the only person that cares is my wife. <laughs> eh, she'll be all right. He's, he's a nice-looking guy. Even I'm sure he's still a nice-looking guy with a scar. So with the All-Star game, I'm assuming there was a handshake deal under the table. We're getting the outdoor game next, right? We should get it. We should get it. We don't have a handshake deal, ah. but, we, but we should get it. Yes. And, uh, uh, and, and I'm pushing for it. Is that why, Allegiant? Uh, well, that would be the idea, have it at Allegiant. Uh, and, um, of course, then we've got to talk to the owner of the Allegiant Stadium, Mr. Davis, and see if he'll, see if he'll, go, he'll go for it. But I think, I, think an, I think an outdoor game here would be fantastic. 
I've told you my idea. I even told Steve Mayer from the NHL my idea. We don't need Allegiant. Put it right, drop it right on Tropicana and the Strip, right on the intersection there. Build a little rink, have the shot down the Strip. It'll be amazing. That's an interesting idea too. Yes, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't mind that one. Yeah, would be good. The the, cam, the camera pan would be cool. Although I've seen some of the camera pans from Allegiant that shot out the window is unbelievable. <laughs> It is unbelievable. And, yeah, we'd fill up the stadium. It'd be fantastic. Of course we would. What we'd about freezing the Bellagio? Yeah, how, 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 many, how many fans can they get there? You know, they'll all, they'll all squish point. around that, uh, you know, that railing there. That, uh, just just, that char- just the charge hour. everybody 50 times. <laughs> you don't need, need 100,000 fans. Just tar- charge the 1,000 that are going to be there 50 grand. They'll pay it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd get a lot of heat for that one. Nah, no one ever gives you heat for ticket prices. Get out of here. That's never happened in the history of the franchise. How about jerseys? We got a new one coming. Uh, we do have a new jersey coming. We do. Uh, it's, I don't. I don't have. A, I don't have one. I don't have one handy. We sent it back to have a couple of modifications. It's a good one. Is you're, it you're red? Like it. Well, I, you know, I. Sometimes I just can't say anything. I know. I hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. <clears throat> yeah, but it's, this is Brian's show. Once in a while, you leak something out on Brian's show. Well, I, not intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> just just because I ad lib so much, I get screwed up. <laughs> uh, the speak. Uh, the other question I had on jerseys is. I see. Here's how I rate them. I have white as the number one jersey. I don't think that that can be the home jersey. NHL rules. It's stupid. That'll change eventually. But two for me is gold. Then gray. When are we switching the home jersey to be gold, being the home jersey? I've been talking to him about that because yes. I think I believe gold is a is a is a better jersey. It's uh, we're the we're the Golden Knights having a gold jersey. Uh, probably not the gold helmet with the gold jersey. Uh, so we're kind of switching off. You know, have the gray jersey with gold helmets. Have the gold jersey with gray helmets. I think we've got uh, twelve games this year with the gold jersey. Yeah. Of, uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised you see see us kind of matriculate to uh, more gold next year than gray, and then the gray becomes the we're at ten times a year, yeah. uh, twelve times a year. Let's get rid like of that. the helmets, though. Yeah, the helmet. I'm not a gigantic fan. I always feel like when they wear those gold helmets, we're not going to win that game. <laughs> but you do usually. Actually, they have good record. They have a great record with yeah. the gold helmets. But I just feel like, uh, man, I don't know about this. Just I'm not sure like, we can win this one. And then like I saw the other night. I saw. I was watching the the Kings the other night, and oh, uh, oh. they had the silver helmets. They're terrible. Said, they're they are. I believe they're. Well, I didn't care for them. I shouldn't say they're terrible. But I didn't care for them. But I thought <laughs> imita- imitation is the greatest form of hey, flattery. Bro. Yeah. Not not when it's a shiny helmet. Like that, don't know. You know, I, I think I do remember a Army Navy game where Navy wore, you know, really, really shiny helmets. Did they win? <laughs> Probably not. Your your army beat my Missouri Tigers. I was I was uh, we were actually on a live stream while the game was happening, and Mizzou took a lead late, and I got all excited and started trash talking you, and then and oh, then, it was then, funny, Bill. And then they blew it. Well, I thought I was when I was watching the game. Actually, I didn't know. I thought it was on the next night, so I missed the first uh, the first half. But I turned it on. And Army was ahead, and then I said, "Mizzou's going to go down and score." I can feel it, and they did. Yes, you know, we, we started doing plain stupid, and, and I was excited. Did, yeah, one pass after another, and I think there was like a minute thirty left, or there wasn't, wasn't even that, that much. Yeah, and I said, "Well, Army cannot possibly." 
go down and kick a field goal. Oh, they you don't it. know who you're playing. You don't know who you're playing. <laughs> I went to Mizzou for four years. I was there for seven. You don't know who you're playing if you don't think you can go down and beat us with 30 seconds on the clock. No problem. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I literally was trash-talking you live on the air, and, and then that happened, and, and I, just, I just left. I had had enough. It's embarrassing. <laughs> well, it kind of saved Army's season after we blew the. We looked pathetic against Navy, and we we should we should have beat him. But I was, I was looking at some of the odds. Uh, some of the guys talking about the bowl game, and one one guy said, uh, "Let's see, Army versus uh, Missouri. Uh, Army is the number two rushing team in the country. Missouri's one twenty five and defending the run." Mm. Enough said. Yeah, that sounds about right. That we, we gave up one year. We gave up like 400 yards to Navy in their triple option in a bowl game. I was, I was beside myself. Uh, well, speaking of Army, uh, before the Army-Navy game, a couple of the players and Pete mentioned that you had gone into the locker room and kind of talked to the players about that. They were not horribly forthcoming. I'll be completely honest. I have absolutely no idea what your message was and how you connected that to hockey. So can you explain? to us what that speech was and how that connected to hockey and how why you thought that was important to make that speech well i i got a video that uh had been prepared by uh, at west point by the um we have this uh military history group and the video was really about the horse soldiers and about them going to afghanistan and, and being the oid 595 and um they connected it to the Army Navy game, and so they had a they had an Army football player in, in the uniform they wore, uh, which was dedicated to the horse soldiers. And he like he walked off the helicopter and saluted. And then he they talked about um, supporting uh, supporting the Northern Alliance and about going to going to Kabul and kicking the Taliban out. And it was always the Army Army player. And so we went. We, I showed him the video, and. Um, and really, and we talked a little bit about it. And I talked about how important the Army Navy game was to was to um, people that went to Army because it is important. And we don't like the Navy. We we really don't. I mean, it's a, people say, well, they're they're going to be uh, they're going to be on the field of strife together. They really do like each other. No, we don't. We do not like the Navy. We it's 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 ingrained in us. And and, and so I just I kind of finished by saying. You know, talking about the, the horse soldiers and what they'd done, and how they'd how they'd gone to Afghanistan and riding horses into into combat, and there were only twelve of them, and they all came back uh, alive. Some were wounded, and I finally said, "It just keeps things and puts it in perspective, doesn't it?" And it kind of resonated with them. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, they talked about it. I mean, we, every guy who came in, they talked about it. So I was happy with that. So so the the culture that we have at with the Golden Knights and the kind of that never give up culture, always come back. You can always win no matter what, and you never give up. I just thought it was it was a real good message to send at that point in time. And, and Colasar has a brother that's uh, yeah. in the in the prep school at West Point, so he he and I really connect on that. And I always ask him how his brother's doing and what's going on. He, and he just he said, "Well, came home for Christmas and uh, and he's he's doing fine." I'll tell you one thing. He doesn't take shit from anybody anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Bill, it hasn't happened yet, but, you know, what if you bring in a player and his father was a Naval Academy graduate? 
Well, so the no player trade. didn't go. The player didn't go to Naval Academy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and if they you, did, what if they did? What if, what if what if there was some superstar eighteen-year-old skating around at Navy, and 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 George and Kelly came in and said, "This is the kid, number one pick. This is the kid." Are you just like immediately nixed that? Like, <laughs> absolutely not. No, I would take him. Of course, we'd take oh. him, and, and and we'd and we'd convert him. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's even better. Well, first of all, wouldn't you be upset the fact that Navy was able to recruit him and Army didn't? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. But we don't get the top, you know, top hockey no, no, players. No. And, you know, and you know, Army traditionally is usually in the top twenty in the country. But uh, when they play a really, really good hockey team, they usually don't can't can't survive it. Well, and the Golden Knights don't pick at the top of the draft anyway, so we, we're not we're not going to get that kid anyway. We're not going to get him. right. We, we don't pick till thirty, thirty two or so. <laughs> So well, the, yeah, what, what have we done so far? After year one, what would we pick thirty? And then yeah, the seventeen that was stupid, not a major. Yeah. That was an apology. Do you still have that letter? Like, is there a, is there an official letter of the apology from the NHL from that game? <laughs> no. Can I have it? <laughs> There's cell phone records. <laughs> I have to cough up my cell phone. <laughs> yeah, I would, don't do that. I highly recommend not doing that. As a fan of Tom Brady, never cough up your cell phone. Both Jason and I know that. So, parade route is it north to south or is it south? Is it parade route? Oh, oh I see. Oh, yeah, but where should it, where should it be? It should probably go start at Mandalay Bay, shouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, so you're thinking south to north. I'm, I'm a fan yeah. of south to north. Because that way you get down to the heart of the strip. You know. Are we still doing one in Montana? Oh, there'll be a big, big celebration yes. in Montana. I can't wait to go to that. Yeah, there'll, there'll be a big, there'll be a big one. In, there'll be a big one in Whitefish for sure. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to that. Do you have any? We'll, we'll, we'll let you go. Just do you have any? You, can you think of a good story you have about Brian? I want to make sure we bring it back around. Like I said before, and I, I said on the on Twitter that I, if I got you on and Brian would tell me, ask cocky questions, don't focus on me. I'm sure, but I want to make sure you know we do we do Brian right, and we're we're taking over his show for the day. Do you have like a story? Anything jumps off the page that you remember about Brian? Yeah, I remember playing Las Vegas Country Club with him, and there's this one hole that's kind of a dog leg left. I think it's a par five, and there's a lake to the left. It's like 16 or 15, uh, and so we're have, we have this this bet going. I'm playing with my classmate uh, John Severson Sevo, and he's playing with one of the fellows that's down at um, uh, at the at the sports book down at the Westgate. Uh, brought Yep, and who brought us out there, and. <laughs> the bet was the. I mean, this is not a big bet. It's like five dollar bet, of course. It's like nothing. But this is a big one where they, they pressed us back, and this is going. This was going to be the turning point. And Ryan is literally hitting the ball about twenty yards every, every, every time he hits it. He finally gets down around this lake, and he's trying to go. He's by beside the lake. And of course, he's trying to go to the right of the lake and then hit it on the green. And the first thing he does, he shanks it. Um, <laughs> almost goes out. Of, almost goes out of bounds. Then he goes over and hits it again. Then he hits it in the lake. <laughs> then, he, then he drops it out, and he kind of shanks it in the trap. <laughs> we never kept track of how many shots he had in that hole, but it was it was it was a lot. <laughs> did he, did he pay you the five dollars? Oh, of course. Of I, course think, he can. I think it may have, may have actually been up to like fifteen bucks oh. at the end of the day. It was a big. It was a big one. It was one of, one of my bigger wins. <laughs> 
that was the one golf outing he hasn't told us about. Yeah, no, he, he didn't mention that. He, he he only told us the times that he took your five dollars, which I'm sure did not happen very often. Thanks again. We we thank you so much for coming on, and uh, thanks for sharing your Brian stories. We're we're gonna miss him dearly. Uh, I, it's just hockey's not gonna be the same in Vegas without him. It sure it sure isn't. It's a sad uh, it's a sad day. That's but. Um, I guess we have to drive on, don't we? And make Better sure leave. make sure you make a ring for him. That's a good idea. Absolutely. Yes. There it yeah, is. Ab- absolutely. That's a, that's a terrific idea. Well, thanks, Ken and Jason. It was great talking to you. You got it. Thanks, Bill. Thank you so okay. much. That, of course, is Bill Foley, the man that I very rarely refer to as Bill Foley. I only call him the creator because that's what he did. And whether and it makes him a little uncomfortable when you I know. It's great. Public, it's great. Know? I love doing that. One yeah. time, uh, one time, I was told he referred to himself as the creator, and everyone rolled their eyes. And oh, that's it's awesome. one of my favorite moments that I've that I've ever, I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, a lot of news in there. Um, well, back what, to backs during was, February. What was news? The fact that Brian, uh, you know, it, it was hitting at twenty feet at a time. Or I mean, I talked to Brian about golf a few times, and he always kind of made it seem like he was a lot better than he was. <laughs> but I could always kind of read through it a little bit. You know, like when someone's actually good at something, they don't like to tell you how good right. they are at right. it. Like if you were to talk to Jack Eichel about how good he is at hockey, he'd say something like, "Yeah, you know, I, I'm all right. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm okay at it." People think I'm okay. Yeah, Brian's like, "No, I'm, I'm I'm good. I keep up with the guys for sure." And I'm like, "Yeah, he definitely doesn't." Well, not to mention he wear he was wearing a, a Hilton Head hat, and I always just assume anybody who's a good golfer plays at Hilton Head. You know what I mean? So. You know, he right. was, he's maybe, you know, he's stretching it a little bit. Brian was so jealous when Bill would get to go to Augusta. Oh, he he would talk about it for weeks. Oh, Bill's at Augusta this week. And I was asking him about <laughs> I was asking him about Amen's Corner and how he went. And like he was so jealous every single time Bill got to go. I mean, you know, that's it's just one of the things I think we've tied up this week, you know, talking about Brian. It's just one of those things that was, you just had honest conversations, fun conversations, you know, busting each other's chops. Yep. It was never really that serious. And when it was, you, you know, he was usually asking you, how you doing? How's somebody in your family doing? Or, you know, w- w- can I help you out in some way? He was just, hey, we've said it a hundred times this week. He yep. was just a great guy. Yep. We got him a ring. I just got him a ring. Did you hear that at the end there? Yeah. Yeah, I got him a ring. Good. All right, so now, like, we're all in. Like, we got to win this cup. No, no, that's appropriate. And, I, and, and, and don't you know that the Bills and, and the Knights are oh, going to make a very serious oh, run if not win at all? I already have the future ticket yeah. on the Bills. I'm going to go get one for the Golden Knights now. So yeah. he's, where's that ring going to go? Like, we're going to have to look around the studio and find a good spot to – Make the nice glass box. It's going to be awesome. He's probably got, you know. Murray might fight you yeah, over that. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess we would have to give it to Murray, wouldn't we? Yeah. <sighs> you, you don't win that battle. <laughs> he can yeah. take a picture of him, put the picture in the studio. That's true. Well, that'd be nice. I was pretty happy. Yeah, he he, he jumped at that immediately. He I, did. I wasn't sure if he was going to, you know, balk at that a little bit because those things are like, I don't know, 40 grand or something. Yeah. So, I, Stevie. He's on, got 40 grand. On Wednesday. No, he was talking about five bucks. He was upset when Jason was about to take that, five bucks. That the money didn't matter. The win did. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever have you ever won a bet off somebody that you shouldn't win a bet off? 
It's yes. the best. Yeah, yeah. I beat Negranu once. Or did you? Yeah, and in I was poker. like, cool. no, 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 just in like okay. a stupid bet. He, I'm going to owe him dinner at some point. I told him that Brandstrom would have more points than Rasmus Dahlin. Yeah. Goo. Not a good <laughs> bet there, but I'll owe Brent. But uh, yeah, I beat How him in Brian something. Brian let you make that deal? Who's that? With... with Oh, he, well, I didn't talk to Brian about it. I, you, 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 can't, you couldn't take Brian's opinion on Buffalo. Correct. No. It was very biased. Yeah. Stevie, very biased. the other day, right, I, I, I brought up you and I. How many times would, we come, would I come in here and Brian would just be yelling a, 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 at about the drop pass? Yeah. So before I know it, Justin over there hands me a, a, you know, a tweet, and it's Ken calling it the memorial, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the blessing it, memorial it, drop pass. It was CARP. Mm-hmm. It was, it was Carp, Carp? Yeah, okay. Carp on Monday. He said every single time he sees a drop pass, it's going to be the Blessing Memorial drop pass. Mm-hmm. And now, and I actually like to add, it's only the Blessing Memorial drop pass when it fails. It has to be a horribly unsuccessful. <laughs> Otherwise, he'll just ignore that it ever happened. He did that with face-offs with sure. me, too. Like, whenever you see a horrible drop pass, just remember that Brian would be so infuriated about it well, even in, in if, the best way even if it was successful he said you know no he we, just we could have gone in this way no, as no. well they could have done it quicker if they went this way that never happened the no. successful <laughs> ones never happened correct. in his mind correct it's statistically proven that the drop pass is the most effective way to enter the zone in power place that's a fact <laughs> however to brian no so every single time there's a failed drop pass the brian blessing memorial f- unsuccessful drop pass entry I'm, i'll probably be tweeting that out multiple times per game moving forward here it, it would be cool if the announcer at, at t-mobile actually said that <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah so like instead of the 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 power play or yeah, the yeah. penalty right, kill yeah. it's like and now it's time for the brian blessing <laughs> memorial unsuccessful drop pass yeah. and then like marsh so purposely flings right. it into the corner it'd be beautiful stevie was that probably his biggest rant over the the five oh, he years had many, he had many rants so, and, uh, as far as hockey goes pr- yeah probably um, football, yeah, fo- that, fo- that, football was wasted timeouts. Yeah, okay, not well, a fan of time. Yeah, no. he did not like that. He, well, was- he, he also hated the fact that Vegas didn't have a great net presence at time. Uh, yeah, I, 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 the, the, the drop pass had to be yeah the, the biggest rant though. <laughs> that was certainly yeah. up there. Yeah. yeah, he always he always just the power play and the entries every single time. Yeah, I love it. I mean, that's such. A, it's such an old school kind of Brian complaint, you know, and he wouldn't give up. He, he doesn't care. Right. I mean, he, he was, doesn't care about yeah, no. your, your statistics or studies. Well, he no, just, be, be, you know, he's seen it enough. Yeah, that he's just yeah. given up on it. it ju- it's so that play is just so intuit. Like when you're watching hockey, intuitively, your mind says that's stupid. And that's how Brian would view it. He's like, yeah. that's just dumb. Why are we going that way when we should be going that way? What was your favorite uh, blessing catch line? Oh, I hated them all. They were all <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, yeah they, they, they were great. And he and it's, it's fine, but he used them. I, I, I did four years with the guy. They, it, it, my ears started to bleed. I, so, I, knew, I knew which one was coming yeah, yeah, at any yeah. given time. My, right? my favorite thing to do would be to stop him dead in his tracks when he would say it. Uh-huh. And I specifically remember making him go all, like, the entire explanation of what Hound's breakfast meant. Right. <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. What, is, what does so, that one so mean? So that one means if something is, like, horrible, right. when a hound, a large dog, eats out of the bowl, 
the breakfast goes everywhere. Oh, okay. All right. So a hound's breakfast is just like a <laughs> mess, mess, effectively. It's amazing. And every time he would do it, I made him do it with Sasquatch foot. Yeah. That was another one of my favorites. I'm like, can you explain what Sasquatch... Is that clumsy or something? It meant like someone, a stronger entity, could come down and squash something. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so like a sat, the Sasquatch would put his foot down on like an ant or something. Mm. And that, the you know, the, the NHL has no control so like the nhl or or say maybe the golden knights have no control the sasquatch put foot is put down for the all-star game so show. usually i'll let him go but, but what were some it, other ones that you liked i didn't like any of them in the end i mean oh i know i know but like what were some of the ones that like you think about because those are the two that jump off what to was me the, the one most. about moses short pants yeah he, he used to say so, that so, all the time so so the last time that happened was when moses wore short pants which go. means when moses was a kid and moses obviously is the one of the oldest human beings oh i don't think i ever heard oh, that one. He, yeah. oh, Wait, moses had short pants yeah yeah so so when something happened a long time ago he said that hasn't happened since moses wore short pants <laughs> yeah I would always just internally <laughs> lose it, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm losing now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, b- by the way, I loved when you made him explain everything. That was that oh. was that was fantastic <laughs> Every to time. listen to. And and then uh, in the end, again after four years of listening to these things, I, I would just yell at him. Hey, come up with something original. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the other thing that that I've re- like really enjoyed seeing is the pictures of him in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. The red hair, yeah, I love it. The yeah. the goatee, like there there are some doozies out there. I know, that, completely different guy. Oh my gosh! Well, the, the the one where he's got the white shirt and he's he's, he's as yes. thin as you are, and and all that hair. He's got as much hair as Jason. <laughs> I don't want to talk about hair, but no, I, I'm sorry. And it's funny he would always <laughs> refer to himself as uh, the redhead, and yeah. you know, for, for I know for we never knew that. Right, we never. I, I know, I never yeah. knew that. So, Stevie, what was I used to love coming in, and you know on a Wednesday, and you guys were fired up about something on Monday and Tuesday, yeah. and then I would bring it up, oh, you have, and then you yeah. two would just go at it. So yeah. what was one of the, the, the your most memorable arguments with Brian? Uh, well, again, he, he liked the fighting in hockey, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with I'm, I'm concerned about guys getting concussions and, you know, after their uh, hockey career is over. So, I, I, look, I like standing up for your teammate. And, and and sometimes a fight is national uh, necessary, but but to me you can take care of that within the play of the game. You you can you can check a guy legally as hard as you possibly can, and if you continually do that, it sends the message that what you did previously is not okay with us. Brian Brian had a very good ability to know when his guest was going to be on his side and when his guest was not. <laughs> yeah. So, like for instance, the day before I had come in a couple weeks back. You and him had a long argument about sandpaper. Yeah, and it was just, yeah, it was like, yeah. do you need grit and sandpaper in your players to have success 100%. in the NHL? And, and Stevie's like, absolutely. And Brian's like, ah, I think I'd rather have skill, and we, I don't, you know, I think they have enough of it. And so Brian knows me well enough to know that, like, I don't care. I don't think you need any of it. It doesn't matter to me. Like, give me Jack Eichel all day, and that's so he's got a little grit. He would not bring it up at all if he knew I was on the other side but he knew what side I was on so he did bring it up so that I would kind of shoot you down and now it's two on one and then you're yeah right you know. right right so so the, the, again it was, and we had his brother on at 11 and his brother said it's been this way his whole life Brian always wanted to be right right yeah so that's why if, he did what he did all right so if, if, if what you say is exactly correct 
So if you're on his side, then he can go to me. Okay, that's two on one. I, why don't we pull the world, Brian, nope. and then no, no, see no, no, who's no, 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 right? No, he's a, he's no. two to one up. He's going to take the win. Yeah, unnecessary. Yeah, two to one. Stop yeah. the count right yeah. there. Right. Like that's it. I, I've yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. He never. You would talk about Logan Thompson. Jeez, I mean, since the summertime, right? Yeah. And he would just oh, enough with this. Blah blah blah. He's yeah. not going to play. He's not going to be yeah. in the system. Sure enough, he plays. Yeah, I, he. Well, that happened to me too, to Neil. It, well, okay, but you know, Stevie was so committed to getting Logan I, I Thompson. Just, I, I, I just thought that I, I just think the the goalies that they have in the system are, are pretty darn good. I, I like Yuri Patera. I like Thompson. I, I don't even know about what Seville's doing. Um, I so and, and, and for whatever reason, he he didn't want to hear about it, and and and, 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 that, and that's fine. That's fine. And, you know, hey, uh, what one of the things that kind of irked me a little is that. The times when I was right and he knew I was right, then, then he wouldn't bring it up again. No, no, never, never, right. never. Yeah, yeah. That I took that from him. Yeah. I do that to this guy all the time. Yeah, yeah. If they're in, and we do it to our intern like daily. Well, that's what interns are. For. Yeah, like any time there's anything that we're incorrect on, mm-hmm. just we never talk about that again. No. Yeah. And that that's 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 definitely something Brian taught me. Is like, oh, you lose the argument. Face-offs. We always went after it. He would text me every single time there's a goal on the face-off. So I started texting him every time there wasn't. wasn't And so I would just... I had it on copy paste on my phone. Okay. Face off, no goal. Face off, no goal. Face off, and like oh, I sent Brian. one game, and yeah, he he definitely muted me at one point. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but but yeah, he'll never win that one. Sorry. But the, the the first biggest mistake I ever made, and I never made it again. I learned my lesson in one time. As I talked to him about a game while it was going on, and and he was taping the game. Oh, oh yeah, 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 don't don't yeah. spoil. I'm so, with him on that. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, and he he was he was probably like of all people, he was the the king of asking you, have you watched this already? Right, right. Because yeah, he always taped the Ryder Cup. Yeah, and the Masters, and the Ryder Cup. Oh man, he loved the Ryder I, Cup. I, I just I didn't even think about it at the time, and he exploded on me. So I, that I learned in, in one lesson. Yeah, I learned not to do that oh, again. I'm sure you were a hound's breakfast yeah, as yeah, he yeah, yeah, put the Sasquatch oh, foot oh, down oh, on you. Moses yeah. had the short pants <laughs> all, on. It was all, all, it was a nothing burger. All, all that stuff. <laughs> it was actually right. the, my favorite thing about a nothing burger was it was always a double negative. Right. Something was always not a nothing burger. Like, right. he never called something a nothing burger. So it a was nothing always, burger is... It's just nothing. Not worth talking the word, about. The, it's, the word burger is unnecessary. I love it. Yeah. But, like, but still, it makes it even more Not funny. needed in the statement. It's just he could say nothing, but he said nothing burger. But he never used the term nothing burger to mean some, to say it was. It was always not a nothing burger. Well, that's not a nothing burger. So... It it is something we should be paying Correct. attention to. Correct. Okay. So it was always not a nothing burger. <laughs> thus, thus it was very. It was highly important. I'll tell you something about the arguments too, and I, and I loved disagreeing with him. But the but, best. It, but but it had to become organically, right? I couldn't I couldn't force it or fake it or whatever. But so first of all, when when it came organically, and we just yelled at each other for ten minutes, and then he hit the commercials and turned the mic off, he would smile at me and go, "Love you, buddy." Yep. You know, he loved doing that. Yeah. And sometimes I, I, as soon as I'm sitting here, he did it on purpose. If, if, if the show was slow or he, he just oh, wasn't having enough 100%. fun that day or whatever, he, he would, he would pick on me and get me oh, to go. He would call people for that. Yeah. He, 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 and he knew, he knew exactly how much time after the Bucks lost he could call me. <laughs> Exactly. Like, you call me within the first hour, I'm hanging up and yelling as many swear words. By the way, one point for us 
zero points for Bill. That is I true. didn't swear the entire week, and Bill <laughs> did on the show. Yes. That is massive for us. That's yeah. a huge one. And, no, See, but, he always lets yeah, something he, leak. On he the, always on the knew. He, yeah, we have got a ton of news out of that. But I just, uh, I'll just wrap up this. I want to wrap up this week saying thank you to so many people that called in. Uh, Chris Wynn, Pat Micheletti, Steve Carp, Mike Lewis, Dennis Bernstein, Jay Cornegay, Jesse Granger, Dave Shane, Mike Harrington, all called uh, during the time that I was on the air for the short period I was on the air and told stories about uh, – uh, Brian and it, it was it was uh, in many ways cathartic for me to kind of get all these stories out and I you know I all the good moments that we remember and, and then it, he's he's going to be missed very dearly. It's cathartic for everybody. Yeah. It, it's, it's cathartic for the people who called. It's cathartic for the people who are listening. It's yeah. cathartic for us. I, I, I almost wish we could do it twenty four seven until it was completely out of us, but. Um, it, it's it's going to take a while, but yeah. I, I I really do appreciate everyone who participated. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's there's not much more we can say. It's been uh, you know a whole week of just basically guys calling up and saying how much they cared about Brian and how much he meant to them, so. including the owner of the Vegas right. Golden Knights. Like, if that doesn't explain who Brian was, I think that it was a fitting last caller to call in and you know give us some stories and and the ability for him to instantly give us three or four stories now if the pagoulas called in he probably would have you <laughs> know up. he would have somehow found a way to hang, hang that call hang up, up did, did you guys notice when the news broke on on uh sunday afternoon yeah how how many tweets came from buffalo oh yeah yeah. of of people that had never met him but just listened to him oh yeah and and the fact that he touched those people that way that they would you know destroy twitter at that point yeah and and he hadn't been in buffalo since 05 which is unbelievable and and the fact that the sabers tweeted something out as well i mean it's been so long and you know i like growing up for me you always had that newscast that sports guy you always stayed up late for and it seemed like brian was that for uh for for people back in buffalo people cared more about the post game show than they did the game they they wouldn't even watch the game i'll just catch (laughs) catch what brian had to say afterwards catch what the redheads say after the game Who's he slamming tonight? Oh, he loved his stories of when he would get a player real good and then the player would hate him. Well, that's the ultimate compliment. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It better be because I got plenty of them. There's a few out there. Luckily, luckily they're not all in town anymore, but. Boys, thank you for helping me through this. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for thanks yeah. for letting us do it. Uh, just having the week to, to to take over Blessings Vegas Hockey Hotline was was awesome for us. And you know, I, I, I like you said, I wish we could talk for years about all the stories we could come up with. Yeah, we will be. We will be. I I, I think KSHB is going to keep his memory alive, and and, and we'll try as, as hard as we can to. To keep him in everyone's thoughts listening to KSH. Can I make one request? Yes, you may. Can we go out with my version of the song? Oh, uh, let's do that. Because oh, he loved boy. my version of the song, and he used to get so mad at everyone for himself or you not playing my version of the song okay, when I was the, on. I have the, a feeling it's oh, horrible. Here, here he goes. Boom. Yes. Oh, my. It's 
so great. So great. Thanks again to Bill Foley for joining us on uh, Blessings Hockey Hotline. Thanks to all the guests that have been calling in all week and everybody who's been listening and everybody who knew Brian. Uh, he's going to be missed unbelievably dearly. He'll never be replaced in Las Vegas, and he'll never be replaced on the radio. There will never be a better hockey mind or a nicer person or a better friend than Brian Blessing. See you.